Welcome to the You Can Try podcast. I'm Penny Wilkin from You Can Coaching. And on this podcast, I'm going to talk to people who share my passion for swimming, cycling, running and triathlon, as well as anything in between. So welcome to the podcast, everyone. I'm here with Michelle Dunn and Steve Atherton. And we're going to be talking to Steve in a minute about the running group that he set up and his 56 challenges in his 56th year. So really looking forward to hearing about that. But before we go any further, Michelle, tell us how your week's been, what you've been up to since we last chatted on the podcast. Well, a few things have changed, haven't they, in the world, in that outdoor swimming opened and uh, I made it to a Lido with yourself. And uh, I thought in my head, oh, it's a swimming pool, it'll be warm. It wasn't warm. I managed 20 minutes and then shivered for two hours. (laughs) But it was nice to actually get a proper swim in after all this time. And it was absolutely Baltic, wasn't it, at that Lido? I mean, it just, the, the, the wind chill and being on the side of the pool and, like, I was just cold before I even got yeah. in. And it was that weird thing with the pool was actually warmer than the air temperature. So once you got in, it was all right. But, I mean, you did more than me. I managed all of six lengths before I got out because my shoulder was hurting and, like you, then shivered for probably longer than two hours. Uh, but anyway, yeah, so I'm looking forward to my shoulder being better and the real swimming pool's opening because today is Friday and they'll be open on Monday. So I am going to go for a swim in the warm and hopefully my shoulder will be all right. And apart from that, news for me is I'm running a marathon in a week. Yes, you are. Yeah. Week you take Sunday. as long as that or? Yeah, 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 <laughs> probably, probably. Yeah, yeah. So I'm running a marathon in a, on a week Sunday and I've got my first triathlon 15th of May which was a bit of a a bit of a shocker I was thinking it would all be cancelled and then it turns out it's not so I had to madly find somewhere to stay following the covid rules about I don't know what is it you're allowed to stay in a self-contained thing in your bubble and yeah. stuff 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 but found somewhere so looking forward to that it's 15th of May so that's exciting Brilliant. assuming I'm still in one piece after my marathon which marathon are you doing? Well, I'm doing the Great Wilkin You Can Coaching Marathon. <laughs> right, okay. It's Sorry. kind of like a... Well, I'm not doing a virtual thing. I would have been doing the Newport Marathon last year on the 18th of April, and then it got cancelled to the autumn, and then it got cancelled, and then it got cancelled again. So that's what I would have been doing on the 18th of April. I don't think they're doing a virtual thing. I don't know, but virtual things don't really rock. I'm not bothered about the medal or anything. It's just doing the distance. So... um my training partner Claire is going to run with me. We've got some loops. We're running past Michelle's house. She's going to provide drinks. Yeah, maybe <laughs> energy <Snacks>. gels. <laughs> yeah, or maybe run a bit or ride a bit. Yeah, we've got various other people. So we're just running from my house to the university, round Burton Green, Kenilworth, the Greenway, up Gibbet Hill about ten times. Not well, feels like it, and then, and then home. Yeah, so that's probably about eight miles you've done so far. What you do the rest of the time? Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, three times round. <laughs> So, enough about us, Steve, introduce yourself and tell us a bit about your running. Okay, so I'm not looking forward to doing any marathons or, or swimming or anything like that, because I, like, I don't like water very much. Um, but running, it's good. I, I came, I came to, to running very, very late on, so school uh, sports day was like, I always found a reason not to do it. Um, once I've gone past the egg and spoon race and all that sort of stuff, but uh, not been a, not been an athlete, not been anything interested in sport all my life until very very late on, and I'm talking probably probably mid 40s I guess 
mid 40s it'd be when I found came across running or jogging as it is as what I do um, and I really enjoyed it and I entered my first race in 2005 the Regency Run 10k in my hometown and um, very nervous I trained with a mate of mine Kieran for <clears throat> for a long period before to, to build the distance up you know going from 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 doing nothing and and to, to doing the 10 a 10k um but, to, but kieran's a runner and he and he was very 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 confident runner so when it came to the the start um we trained together for a, a period of time we'd done the distance i knew 10k was doable um and i knew the crowd on the day in my hometown would cheer me on and i know that would be great so we get to the start line and kieran shakes my hand and buggers off and it's like hang on a minute what's going on here and because he's better than me, so he's not going to run with me. He's not. He's not going to support me. He's paid. He's paid his money to do this race, so he's going to go and try and go for it. So I'm still on the start line. And I'm thinking, okay, well, I'm on my own. It's like the first day at school, you know, unbelievable. And um, and I had a ritual which I which I started on that day, and I do ever since. Not on a just a regular run, but on any event I do. I always have a little pray to my old mom to look after me to get me over the finish line. So a bit of ritual. I always have a look up and cross myself and and um anyway stood there with a heart rate going through the roof because i was absolutely cacking myself um and the horn went off the bells chimed the crowd roared and i feel like i've been running ever since to be honest with you so i was back in 2005 um so i've done my 10ks my fun runs never won anything always got a medal and a t-shirt and goodie bag at the end um and then for my 50th I decided a great idea to celebrate my 50th years on the planet. I'd do a marathon, so I, I trained um, and did Edinburgh Marathon. Uh, and I'm the only person I think in history that has, who starts marathon training and put weight on. No, so no, I didn't... no, I've done that too. <laughs> yeah. More common than you realise. Right, okay, yeah, yeah. No, I've been there. Yeah. I was heavier when I finished than when I started. Yeah. It was unbelievable. So I did Edinburgh Marathon, uh, five hours fifteen, which I was quite chuffed with. Um, Great event, ticked the box, raised the money for um, a, a charity, a stroke, because um, my mum my, my died of a stroke, so I raised it for her. So quite fitting with the old uh, start line ritual that I had. And uh, and basically, so that's it. I've done my marathon. I never I never want to do that again. Um, I had, by which time I'd, I'd graduated from jogging to go to, um, to join the running club and um, I joined Spa Striders. And uh, through Spa Striders, I did my leadership in running coaching and then my coaching running fitness um, qualification. And I also won the uh, the ballot for the London Marathon. So I broke all the commitment to my wife to say I wouldn't do any more marathons and I did London. So when, when my name came out of the hat at the Christmas party, everybody was pleased apart from my other half who didn't care for the fact that I'd won the lottery so I did London Marathon um, amazing experience uh, marred by the fact that <clears throat> two or three weeks before London Marathon the Boston bomb went okay. off so there was a woman in Ireland where they were going to do the Boston yeah. Marathon uh, the London Marathon or not so we all ran uh, in our black ribbons did that great experience fabulous um, my my wife looked after the kids while I was um, making my way from the start to the finish across London, and, and to the soundtrack of of the sirens all the time you could hear. So every time I'd hear the siren, it was like has there been another bomb? Has there been this? She was feeling the same. 
Um, but we did, we did it, um, made the finishing line, and, and then pretty much passed out, <laughs> passed out with exhaustion outside the Ritz, which was quite quite uh, fashionable. Um, made my way back where we were staying, and uh, pint of Guinness, and I was just about to drink this pint of Guinness, and I says, "You dare drink that? Here's two bottles of water. Drink that first, and then you can have your Guinness." So I did that, and then I was sorted. Um, <laughs> So then I did, my, that was my second marathon. Um, then with the qualification, I thought, I've got to do got to do something with this qualification. And the tail end of my time with Striders, what we'd done a, a, a couch to 5K um, training course, and I called it zero to here. I thought, I like that, it's catchy. So I said, I'm going to make my way away from Striders and do my own thing. And I'm taking the zero to hero name with me, which they all fully agreed with. So I set up uh, a running a running group called Zero to Hero in Kenilworth, which was 10 weeks to get people to do the two castles. End of. That was it. 10 weeks, never to repeat an offer. Um, that was probably seven years ago. The group's still going. Followers on Facebook about just under 200, as I've just had a quick look. Um, meet every Sunday. We've you know obviously with COVID we stopped a little bit. We're back again doing doing the running, and it's it, we've had. People come and people go, free free group. Um, we've got people that you know get good for age places in under marathon to people that do 5k. There's a real mixture of people, a big group of age groups, um, but they're all out there to enjoy the fact that it's outside. You know, we don't take ourselves too seriously as a group. Do it properly. You know, not breaking any any rules. We still do the, the proper, you know, the stretching and the and the support and everything, but we don't have the whole, you know, timed, you know, and paces and nobody's worried about what trainings you've got and everything. So last week I did, I was dressed as the Easter Bunny for the for the Easter Bunny run, um, in my little onesie, big onesie. Um, so that's where that's my buzz. So so the group, so that still goes every Sunday uh, and Friday, Zerotero, which is like helping local people. And I've seen people come into the group, perform incredibly. And then gone on to join a running group and, and still come back every Sunday and run with us, but they've still got the, the membership of a running group as well. So much um, kind of less serious, you know, than a more traditional running club. Yeah. So we, we run parallels with a running group. You know, most of the, most of the serious members of the group are a member of, of a local running cl- club as well. And they just see it as almost like the fun bit of the yeah, of their training session. So we meet and have a coffee and we have a curry occasionally and whatever. Yeah, I mean, so, it can be a bit intimidating, can't it, trying to get involved yeah, in a yeah. running club? Yes, um, and, that, and that's what we try to do. Is you know, we, we never, nobody runs on their own. We always make sure everybody's supported. Um, I've been known to say the odd inappropriate comment, but it's all light-hearted. We try to keep it, try to keep it real and support everybody. You know, it's not a case of oh, you know, off we go, let's, you know, the gun goes and we all set off. You know, mo- most people on a Sunday probably don't even wear a watch, and they don't, they just do it for the pleasure stop and have a few photos and coffee and natter to people if we see a friend in the street and stuff so it's a, it's it's all about the the group and the looking after each other and not about the the running's a bonus really if i'm honest with you 
And so go on, tell us about your experience of it, Michelle, because you got involved in it, didn't you? Yeah, I got involved with a friend because I, I am one of these people who's very intimidated by running groups. And I'm like, I won't join a running group, won't join a cycling group. I'm not doing that. I'm too slow. I'm too rubbish. I want to laugh at me. And I was in a yoga class and a friend, I was having this conversation with her because she'd just taken up running. And she was like, oh, you must come to Zeros. You must come. You know, it's and I'm like, no, no, I'm not going. I'm not going. She's like, well, I'll be there. I'm like, yeah, but you're faster than me. You're faster than me. She's like, no, no, no. This went to groups. And I'm like, no, 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 I'm not going anyway long story short one day i was like oh, come on michelle come on just do this how bad can it be and she didn't lie you know i turned up i think i i think you were there because uh, you're not always there but you're generally there you were there a few others and i was like look i'm not comfortable with this i know i'm gonna slow you all down and everyone was just like no 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 we'll form a group and you know we'll wait when you need to wait and like i said the faster people it tends to split into little groups don't we yeah um um, three or four groups, depending on how many people, and even the faster ones, let's say you've got an end point, like, oh, we'll run to a certain village and back, they'll, we'll regroup in the village, even the faster people, it's quite supportive, because... And you tend to rotate Or they'll add a little group. loop, won't they? They'll add, like, an extra, so maybe where we run five miles, they might run six, because they'll add a little bit, but me and you are generally now team slow, aren't we? Yeah. So we are... Yeah. When team we form Jeffrey. the groups, we're like, we're team slow, so any new people or anyone who's injured runs yeah. with, so... And that's quite nice. It's quite nice that genuinely there is a team slow. And because some running groups say that, and what they call slow no. really isn't slow. Yeah. You know, to we, some we, we've, that, had, we've had people over the years who, who rock up to join the group. They get, they get in touch through various means, either through Run England or through the paper or whatever. And they, they turn up and they say, oh, I've never done much running. No, no. And I only got to look at people's legs. I can tell by the calves if they've done any running or not. And... Uh, they're usually the ones that lie and, and, and end up being really good. But um, but the one the one benefit, and I think you saw that as well, is because I'm not a natural I'm not a natural athlete. I don't look like a natural athlete. I'm not a good runner. I'm a, I'm a definitely a you know I try I try. I, try. Um, I don't intimidate people, so mm. people can turn up and look and think, well, if he can do it and he's you know fat and old, <laughs> you know, I'm going to be okay. And I think that's one of our like unique selling features is the fact that we're not uh, we're not all ripped and you know in their running vests and, and yeah, looking. Yeah. I think we don't we don't intimidate people, which yeah. is a great thing. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do get because I because me and you form team slow, but because I do look more like a traditional runner, people assume I'm better than I am, which I've had this conversation before that that intimidates me as well because I think people think I'm going to be good and actually in zeros a couple of people go oh have you, are you still injured is that working no I'm not injured I am this slow <laughs> this is the speed I run at so it's quite nice that you can even laugh about things like that you know yeah nobody bothers and, and, then, and those who are really really injured they we've got cycling as well now so they can come along and get the bikes out and stuff which is which is great so cool so they're zero to hero we've heard about the marathon that you did for your 50th Tell us what happened for your 56. <clears throat> well, that was a different year. <laughs> That's what I remember for the for a long, long time. So it the story starts um, December 2016. One of my fellow runners, part of the group, um, I, I run with her on a Friday afternoon generally, uh, and she's a good runner. She's you know she she wins things and everything, but she she sticks with me and she's she's always stuck with me. So it's great we run together. So we're running through Leamington, Friday afternoon, about half three, four o'clock, winter, cold, bleak, freezing cold, we've got our layers on, we've got our gloves on, we've got our hat on, and we run up the parade, and in the doorway, 
of a number of shops is people all sat there homeless with all their belongings surrounded on the floor in bags and stuff and trying to scrape a few shillings from people with a you know whatever and, and I see this and I kind of looking out the corner of my eye um, and, and I notice and then we get to the top of Leamington and there at the top of Leamington is the Audrey Binswood retirement village for the over 50s you know apartments 250 pound a pot 250,000 a pot and I'm thinking how can you have this extreme in the same town where you've got homeless people in one in one in doorways and this really great retirement village you know in the same town and uh, it kind of it kind of it kind of went in the ear and kind of went into my head and everything but the story didn't really start there to my that I didn't know then subconsciously because two or three days before I was talking to a friend of mine and he was telling me a story about his mate who was going to do this um, like bucket list challenge for his for his birthday for his 42nd birthday or whatever um because his, his auntie had died of cancer or something like that so he's going to do these 42 challenges whatever so of course <clears throat> this seed was in my was sowed in my head as well put that together with the run on the friday in the cold so i get home and um i'm just sat there watching the telly the wine bottle had been opened and i'm sitting there watching the telly and i'm i'm basically open and honestly not thinking about anything so my wife said oh i'm going to have an early night i'm going to get myself into bed i said i want to watch a bit of telly and i'll come up in a bit so that's friday night glass of wine she comes down in the morning and i'm still on the sofa with another bottle of wine and um she's like what's going on where have you been we haven't come to bed i said you better sit yourself down she said what's the matter i said you better sit yourself down i said i've been thinking She's all shit, you know. Yeah, I know. No, 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 no. She's like, I said, don't worry, there's nothing bad. I said, but, um, and I basically said to her, I said, this is what I'm going to do. I said, I'm 56 next year. I said, I've got six, well, five months to get this idea off there, which is going to be 56 challenges in my 56th year to raise money and awareness for the homeless. And the first reaction was, what are you going to not do what are you gonna give up to make time and i said no 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 i can't there's nothing i can give up i can't give up work or kids or life or anything i said i'm gonna have to just fit this in with what i'm doing so what do you think what challenges you're thinking of i said oh, i've got a list and i've, and I've got a logo so I through the night fueled by rioca <laughs> i'd got a logo i've got a name i've got a list of challenges i've got an idea of who i was going to approach and who i was going to rope in and um and Helping Hands was the charity that I wanted to link up with. And she, she told me about those. So it was her idea to use them and sowed the seed. And I said, what about, said, what about these challenges? I said, oh, I've got a list here. And I said, read a few out. So marathon, obviously. Triathlon. Dye me hair blonde. And it was like then, you know, the colour changed in her face. It was like, whoa, 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 hang on a minute. Let's have that list. Let's have a look. And um, so some of the things. She said, but what's what's the significance of, of dyeing your hair blonde? I said, well, it's... It's pushing the boundaries. It's something that I want to do. Um, and I said, and so, so I said, not all the challenges are going to be. I said, I don't want to kill myself. I don't want to do stuff that's mm-hmm. physical. I said, some of the challenges will be, will have a, an element of a challenge, but won't be physical. Yeah. They'll, the challenge will be getting somebody to 
let me drive a tank. Yeah. I said, I don't know anybody who's got a tank. Yeah, I do now. Yeah, yeah. So that um, was one of the challenges. That was one of the challenges, oh, yeah. Nice. So I managed to, through the help of friends, found somebody who's got a tank and they let me have a go in their tank. Wow. Um, so that it wasn't all, wasn't all about yeah. the, you know. Uh, um, challenge. Yeah, it all wasn't all physical, physical, physical yeah, stuff. Yeah. It was all, I had my face painted um, like a tiger. I spent the whole day walking around dressed like a, like a tiger, face painted. <laughs> because you're different. You get yeah. stared at, you yeah. get heckled, you get... Yeah. People shouting things at yeah. you, you know, and it's that, it's that putting yourself yeah, at risk. Uh, yeah. So, uh, so I went, I went, um, <clears throat> so she, I got her on side when she, when she realised I wasn't going to dye my hair blonde because she didn't like the idea of that. Um, I said, okay. So we, we went a little bit, told a few more people about it, got involved with the charities, told them what I wanted to do. You know, they, they'd never heard of it, so they thought it was a good idea. Um, and then I was very, very fortunate to, to meet a guy called Gary McKee. And Gary McKee's claim to fame is he's ran 100 marathons in 100 days, consecutive, one marathon after another for 100 days. And I went to see him talk uh, through, a, through a mutual friend. And this Gary, I'd never met him before. But anyway, he came up to me and he said, Ah, oh, Steve Atherton. I said, Hang on a minute. You know me. I don't know you. How do you... And, and he said, I've been hearing all about what you're trying to do. He says, let's have a, have a pint. So we had a pint in the bar of a cricket club. And uh, he gave me some some fabulous advice, which I used, which was um, get people involved uh, to do the tech. Yeah. He says, don't do your Facebook group yourself. Uh-huh. Don't do anything you can't, yeah. anything you don't have to do, yeah. get somebody else to do it. Yeah. He says, you just concentrate on those 56 challenges. Uh-huh. Everything else, let somebody else do. He says, you're married. Yeah. Let your wife do all the hotel bookings, event bookings, anything. Kids, yeah, let them do the Facebook. Everything, offload all the tech onto other people. Mm-hmm. Just worry about those challenges. Yeah, yeah. So that's what I did. So then. tell us about the challenges then. I mean, you can't tell us about all 56, but no. maybe just tell us about the most memorable ones. Okay. <laughs> Some of the most painful ones Yeah, well. so so it was all about it was all about testing me as a, as a person, yeah. yeah? Um, physical ones are obvious, you know, the mar- marathon, I swam the serpentine, which which I don't like water, so that was a big push for yeah, me to yeah. swim the serpentine. Mm-hmm. Um, and another thing was awareness. I've, I've quite, um, I'm not a body image person or anything, so I had my uh, my body waxed in the street. In the public, street? Publicly, yeah, ah! at Warwick, Warwick Folk Festival. And, and I, I had everything apart from the... Yeah. You, you never done. You didn't have a Brazilian. No, I had everything else. I had everything, armpits, face, um, everything. Everything no, conceivable no. part of my body, legs, back, chest. Wow. Um, blood was shed. <laughs> um, but it was all about that, you know, to, yeah. to the self-consciousness. Yeah. And, 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 yeah, and obviously yeah, no, publicity, the more publicity yeah. you can do. Um, I drove the tank, as I said. Yeah. Um, it sounds a crazy thing, but I went on the back of a Harley Davidson, uh, no, no, and that was and that was um, trust. Yeah. So that was testing my trust in somebody else. Mm-hmm. If I was riding the bike, I'd have been fine. But on the back yeah. of somebody else, yeah, yeah. Not been on a motorbike for 40 years probably, so that was a real test for me to, to trust somebody else. Yeah. Um, climbing, I did a climbing wall again. Trust somebody on the end of the rope. Um, did some fun stuff as well, pole dancing. Um. Uh, I ran, I ran uh, naked, ran down, naked down the street in the snow, ah! um, which was quite comical. Didn't didn't get caught, luckily, um, but that was quite a liberating experience. Um, I I took part in um, Pride, 
in Birmingham, yeah. in drag. I was <laughs> full drag, <laughs> makeup and high heel shoes and everything. Oh. And that was I an bet experience. That broke, you, broke your back. <laughs> Absolutely, but it's also made you made you think how how people you know perceive other yeah. people. Yeah. And it was it was a that was a strange experience because once. Once I was in the in the Pride Village, it was absolutely fine. Yeah. As soon as I stepped out of the Pride Village and made my way home on the train, yeah, uh, that wasn't so pleasant. Uh-huh. People shouting at me and yeah. some, quite, I had some quite horrible comments made to me on the way back. Uh-huh. Um, and then so some some of the challenges were fun yeah. for sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, my favourite challenge was uh, running with. So one of the challenges was to run with 56 Six people. people. Yeah. So I actually ran with 66 people in the end. Yeah. And uh, Michelle was one of them. She was one of my 56 runners. Yeah, nice. Um, and that was amazing to because yeah. I could I could tell the story. Yeah. I could also listen to the people. Yeah. You know, it was fabulous. Yeah. That was a great great yeah. experience. And I ran, and not all the you know when I say 56 people, one of the people was was Kenilworth Running Club, mm-hmm. the Regency Running Club. Um, so there were groups of people sometimes. Yeah. Um, David Moorcroft was one of my runners. Yeah, I ran nice. with him, which was fabulous. He yeah. was he was amazing amazing experience yeah. running with him. So that was one of my favourites, was because I like the whole perspective yeah. of, of yeah. doing that. Least favourite, Alton Towers roller coasters. <laughs> no, thank you. I did not care for that one little bit. The, the idea was was to do the big six, the six roller coasters. I did one, and that was me done. I was green. I was green, and I said I'd just string my teddy out and said I ain't doing it anymore. <laughs> mentioned a couple that I know you did um because yeah. just because you haven't mentioned them and I, I know they, they were they were I just thought they were interesting ones so first of all can I say uh, on our run I think we ended up inviting you to come and do partner acrobatics we did yeah so I did see that you're a good sport and I think my friend Janny lifted you up in the air yeah we got that. you up on someone's feet in thrown posture yeah that was very good yeah <laughs> but the one I was really interested in was you ran with a blind person yes uh, as a guide, or you were guided? I did both. I did both. Yeah, I thought that was really interesting. Yes, yeah, so I ran. So I, 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 I guided Maggie, who was, oh, yeah, who was yeah, blind. Yeah, yeah I ran with her, yeah. and that was fabulous. And then through the help of her guide, I was, I did part run, blindfold, and that was a, a, a most, uh, yeah, unique experience to be at the other end of that, you know. And then, then obvious, the obvious challenge was I slept on the streets, see what it was like. Which was in Leamington, or in Leamington, yeah, okay. yeah, oh, no, very controlled. Yeah, it, was a, yeah. it wasn't um, like just any old doorway. It was no. a proper controlled yeah, event, um, charity sleep yeah. out. Yeah, yeah. But and I made it as real as I possibly could. It was yeah. a freezing cold night and, yeah. and um, sirens Friday night and stuff yeah. like that. But yeah, um, yeah. but yeah, it was great. So yeah, so I had a whole year fire walking. I could go on all day. <laughs> yeah, there's so many. I tried loads of different things that. Um, but everything had a reason. It either tested me, yeah. tested my powers of persuasion, yeah. or tested me as a person, uh-huh. or tested my, you know, perception of the world, if you like. So everything had a little meaning to it. And then did my 56. So my birthday, the final challenge on my on my, effectively the, the day of my birthday was fire walking. So I, I ended on a high, and that was me done off to um, off to Menorca for a holiday. And I thought. I reckon there's a book here. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. So it was just a little thought in your head. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'd got all the material because I'd got I'd got blogs and yeah, right. And um, and newspaper articles and everything. So I thought, okay, there's a book. So challenge number fifty-seven became the book. So, so tell us what the book's called. It's called Fifty Six Not Out the Book. <laughs> yeah. Right. 
um, which basically tracks tracks the story from start to finish, um, and and everybody I ran with, or every event I did, has got a chapter. So every, all the all the fifty or the sixty six people I ran with, all have their own um, their own chapter. Yeah. So it tells me it tells what we spoke about and yeah didn't doesn't give the secrets away but uh and, mo- and most people generally most people are very pleased with their chapter aren't they michelle most people because most people's chapters are like this is so and so she's an amazing runner she just loves running that's not why i got oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. i got this is michelle we talked about men, oh. and michelle's general dissatisfaction with them yeah. <laughs> in our book you're going to have a lovely little illustration of you yeah. looking amazing yeah. and with smiling, a big cake with a big cake but brilliant yeah so the book so the book was a great a great uh great closure if i'm honest with you so go on, tell us. I mean, you say you'd written blogs, but did you have a background in writing? I mean, how no, did you go about no. putting GC, the books GCSE, together? GCSE, grade C. So I didn't, didn't, I just did it. Did just, it. just had a go. Just had a go, Because, oh, yeah. you know, the, that was, that's the biggest barrier for me was in writing a book. Yeah. Was like, I, like, what do I know about writing? I can't write. And even now when I sit down to write, I'm like oh my god you know i can't write who wants to read what i've written oh my god you know um so yeah i'm I'm a swim coach not a writer yeah and i think that's the thing i think that's the thing from the book is because i'd gone from almost being a quiet and you know unassuming person yeah the 56 hour put me into the public domain so i was constantly being interviewed Uh i was constantly on the radio i was constantly with the paper right so all of a sudden i i developed a yeah almost a What's the word I'm looking for? Almost like a, a bit of confidence, confidence, and but also a persona, and, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so like for for the time, even now, I, I feel yeah. today I'm Mr. 56 again. Yeah. So I've I've lost that. Yeah. Um, I'm not Steve Atherton anymore. I'm yeah. Mr. 56, who's yeah. got a bit more of a, a life and things to talk about. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah. So from that point of view, so I'm not a, a natural writer. Uh-huh. And, and and everybody's got their own style, but the one thing that everybody that's read the book has said, it's just like me talking to you right so the style of the book is yeah. it, it reads like i'm just telling you yeah so if yeah, anybody yeah. bought the book they'd yeah. say well we're about that already because he's told me that yeah it's it's quite it just yeah, feels yeah. like i'm sat there in the lounge with uh-huh. you so and so you just wrote it and did you have a publisher on board did no, you self-publish no. it i self-published through you? yeah through, I, I had a guy on board to uh, who was recommended um to do all the formatting yeah, so yeah. I, I did all the words yeah the picture on the cover came from London Marathon. I did London Marathon dressed as a to- bottle of tomato ketchup. I probably didn't mention that bit. Um, and why, why a bottle of tomato 56. ketchup? 56. Right, right. Yeah, 57, uh-huh, 56. Uh-huh. So I, I tried to kind of pinch their logo. So yeah. there's a bottle of ketchup with the logo on the front. Uh-huh. Um, and I had a guy who helped me with the formatting. Yeah, um, yeah. And then we published it on Amazon. Yeah, I saw um, it was on Amazon. I've downloaded a sample from yeah. my Kindle. So. Yeah, so Kindle and, and, and uh, yeah. hardback, uh, paperback. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's great, and I and I found the whole I found the whole writing experience um, very very therapeutic. So uh, so the interesting thing was, I'd already started writing a book, right? And this the 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 original book was about um, almost the diary of a would be runner. So the running year the book yeah. was called, which is first of January through yeah. to December a diary of a bloke running and uh, I started doing like a bit of a journal um, 
and that and that I thought that was a good idea. It was almost like a bit of a story through there. And then it, that was the year in question was 2016. So of course December 2016 was when the idea of the 56 and out came out. So that idea took over the next X number of years. So book number one is still book number one. Book number two took over it and now obviously what I've published. So book number book number one is still there and will be out. Okay. So book number one will come after book number two. Yeah. And that is that's called uh, running off at a tangent. Okay. It's got nothing to do with running. Right. It's all about life and chatting and 9/11 yeah. and kids and yeah dogs and cats and yeah. It's all about life and stuff, and um, and I'm getting some good feedback from that so far. So we'll have we'll have two books on the shelf at the same time with a little look. So. <laughs> very nice, very nice. So what would you say to someone? Oh, so give me some advice about writing my first book. Yeah, what would you say to someone thinking about writing a book, and what advice would you give them? I'd say do it. Yeah, first thing is do it. Don't don't leave it till you know do it another day. If you want to do something you, and you're passionate about it, because the rest of it, the clever stuff will come. Yeah, there's, there's so many other people out there that can help you with the formatting and the publishing side of it. If you've got the concept, and I know you know you're, the idea of the, the dips and chips is such a great idea. Um, I wish I'd have gone the photographic route and, and put pictures in as well, uh-huh. but I've chose just to stick with words, yeah. pure, pure from a cost point of view. Yeah, yeah, else. It is expensive, and, yeah. yeah, and there's so many people out there that will help you. But what you don't want, you, you don't want. My advice to anybody who wrote a book, writes a point of write a book, is it's your book. Yeah. Mm. Don't let somebody else write. Yeah. Yeah. So, and, and my wife wouldn't mind, mind me saying this at all, is she will not <clears throat> um, read my book, either of the books, until they're finished, because she'll rewrite it. Yeah. Because she'll put it into better English and yeah. make. But, but then it becomes her book. Yeah. It's got to be. Yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah. It's my spelling and. Yeah. It looks okay. You know? yeah, yeah. 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 So it's yeah, it's so I, I would, voice, the advice yeah. to give everybody is is and somebody will read it you know if, you, if you've got a, a, you know. yeah 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 and what about your challenges then advice to people thinking about taking on a challenge or doing a number of things what would you say to them do it yeah do it absolutely yeah so i wouldn't i wouldn't i would you know, have to do the same challenges you can do a different number different reason you know cut, cut the number down make the bigger number larger and, um, and one of the people I ran with did say something once to me, which was amazing, I thought, was it's the ripples. You know, all these, you, you won't understand, you know, when you do with your, what you do with your, your, your dips and chips, you you won't realise the effect of that. You'll never know who's read it. You'll never know what, what impact you've had on somebody else. You might be another, there might be another book out there that's, that's that you'll never know about. So, yeah, just do it. Crack on. And, um, I mean, it sounds like the 56 Challenges had quite a big knock-on effect in your life, you know, because oh, made you more confident yeah. being in the public eye and talking to people and then gave you the idea yeah. to write the book. Yeah, absolutely. And so then you've got another book coming up. Yeah. Anything else? Yeah, it might be book three. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah, book three might be, uh, yeah, that's, that's in very much the infant stage. That's in the, the thinking about, that's based on 60, because I'm 60 this May, so four years on, so that might be the... To do book number three, maybe. And any more challenges? No. 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 And, and plans for running? No, just just keep recreational running. Recreational running, a yeah. bit of cycling, yeah. yeah, a bit of walking, 
maybe maybe another swim. Michelle's going to drag me out. Yeah, she's. Gonna... I've told him he's coming to the old bathing place in summer. We're going to swim yeah. to Stratford, walk yeah. back. Oh, nice. Yeah, so I will, I will do yeah. stuff. I want to try and keep active and stuff yeah. like that. So. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, so it's all good. So yeah, oh, good do it. Fantastic. Do you want to ask anything else for Shep? No, I think, I, I think I, well, we spend every week just chit-chatting, yeah. don't we? And yeah, now you've it. asked me to ask a question. I'm like, oh, I've got, I've drawn a blank. There's probably yeah. a million things I could ask. Yeah, I think you will do another challenge. You'll yeah. do something. I'll do something. You're not done. No, I'm not done with life yet. So. <laughs> but, you know, it's refreshing to know that you just go running because you like running, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, the, the challenge for lots of people I work with is, and particularly over the last 12 months, is, oh, have we got any events to train for? Yeah. Oh, and then they just stop doing everything, you know, because they only run they only train for the event they haven't learned to enjoy running for yeah. running sake you know yeah. so it's really refreshing that you just still do it for fun yeah, without absolutely. training for an event yeah and, and, so. and some of the best some of the best events i've done in recent years is where i don't wear the chip i don't i don't worry about the time yeah. it doesn't i'm yeah. never going to win it you no, know so, yeah, yeah. Just enjoy so just enjoy the enjoy the journey and that's what i say to everybody enjoy the journey yeah okay well, which I think is something I read once where it says, you know, if you are, if you're not going to win, you know, if you're not aiming for to win and you're also not aiming for any kind of personal best, then enjoy it. Because otherwise, why are you doing it? Yeah, yeah, no, you know? no, absolutely. It's what you're doing in your spare time. Yeah, so. yeah. I can end with a little story and how you'd like this. So I, I did with, with my wife, we did the British 10K oh, yeah. event in London. Yeah. Right. So this is just give you a, a flavour of life. Yeah. So we're stood on the start line in London for the British 10k. Kaboom! The, the gun goes off, cannon goes off to start the race, yeah? And we start the <clears throat> hopping on the spot towards the start line, yeah? 35 minutes it took us to get to the start line, yeah? Wow. By which time Mo Farah was already back, <laughs> yeah? yeah? So he'd finished yeah, yeah. before we'd even started. started. Yeah. So am I in it for the glory? No. no. <laughs> so just to recap, the running group is called Zero to Hero. And you can find it on Facebook. Facebook. Um, and you meet in Kenilworth, is in it? Kenilworth, on we do. Sundays. Sunday mornings, yeah. 8.30. Okay. And the book is called? Uh, 56 Not Out. It's in Kindle and in paperback. And um, you can get on, it Amazon. on Amazon. And in Warwick Books. Bookshop. Warwick Books, okay. Yeah. Lovely. Okay, thank Thanks you. Thanks very much. That's perfect. Lovely. Thank you very much. That's it, folks. Thanks very much for joining us. We hope you found some of that useful, and we'll look forward to you joining us on next week's episode. <laughs>